Welcome everyone to the Avengers Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Torn, and with me is my co-host Peyton. What's going on? Oh, I'm just I'm just living, man. I'm just living. As am I. Finished breaking bad, finally. <laughs> and dude, like, yeah, you were like up to like my pace. You finished it in like what, like a week? Yeah, I binged it like crazy. I don't know if it was a week, it was probably more like two weeks, but still lots of <laughs> and, lots of I television. Mean, like, yeah, yeah, but like either way, you were still on a move with it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Still got to watch El Camino, and then I started barely. I barely started uh, Better Call Saul. But yeah, I I think like um, of course you know off the air we were talking about like pacing and like all that stuff. But yeah, Better Call Saul, I think in my opinion is like a little better pace than Breaking Bad. Uh, yeah, um, that's good. I mean, I noticed just based off like the first one and a half or two episodes it's it is more fast paced yeah there's but, a lot more going on yeah but like the thing is too like as much as like you know better call Saul is like you know like a a prequel to like everything i still feel like it just of course you know but yeah with it being a prequel it sets up a lot of things in the future and i and like they jam a lot more storylines into it as well but also stuff gets concluded very fast i well. didn't realize how far back it was like i knew it was a prequel but i didn't realize like it was like it, it really it's a really it's like a prequel prequel you know what i mean like we're really going back yeah it's crazy it's crazy but i i i i honestly like i've been watching better call Saul. i'm already on season three i'm about to be on season four was there five seasons, six seasons? There's this is they're on the sixth one right now. Didn't it this just the end? Last season. What? No, it, it didn't. And actually, I don't think it did. I thought they like just aired the finale. Uh, I'm not sure, but I mean, I just know that six the sixth season is the last season. But I mean, they, they did they did film the finale. Um, that's cool. I mean, they're gonna put it on Netflix like in like two weeks or something like that or whatever very soon. True, but I just watch it like reruns or something like that. I can't. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm excited to to get more into that. I still gotta watch El Camino. Slacking on that front, bro. People. Uh, so like, I, I don't. I don't know what it is about. Just random hate on like every single thing that I see, but like people were saying like El Camino is like mid and everything, and I'm like. Like, what more could you want from that? Like, I, I don't, I don't get it. I've been seeing I mean, the not, same things. No, like, I finished Breaking Bad. I can like look at, I can look at memes and stuff. Because, like, I mean, without spoiling El Camino, like, think of it as like an epilogue. Yeah, that's really all it is. Right. And people, and people are like, oh, like I expected Jesse to like get in some action and like start killing people. And I'm, I'm like, dude, why are you expecting so much from this? And especially like. Yeah, I assumed like, it's going to be like a a two hour Breaking Bad episode, essentially. Yeah, it, it, like I mean, pretty much is. And yeah, they're saying like, yeah, it's it's essentially a Breaking Bad episode. It's not like uh, like you know everything. I'm like, yeah, I mean, like it's part of Breaking Bad. It's not really like that that much they they could really do. It's not like Jesse's like some like outlaw and everyone's like hunting for him. Like he's like the Punisher or something. He's not gonna go go down gunning people down. It's, it's not what he never, wants to do. Never what he's been about. 
So, I mean, people just, I mean, people and their expectations, man, so, so weird. Yeah, real weird. But, because Breaking Bad ended in 2013. Yeah, 13, yeah. And El Camino came out in 2019. Yeah. So, a whole six years. Warped people's minds. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And the thing is, too, like, yeah, people were saying, like, oh, I spent so much more than this. I'm like, before El Camino even, like, was a thing, like, you didn't know what was going to happen to Jesse. Like, you'd never know. Time does what? crazy shit, bro. I mean, I sent you I sent you a TikTok. I don't know if you saw it, but, like, people are all of a sudden, like, praising Far From Home, and I swear to God, it's been shit on for the past three years. Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, people are like, yo, Far From Home, it's actually pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been seeing that, like, recently. Like, I've, I've even saw, like, like, a TikTok, like... With that same like scene of like him like webbing through everything, yeah, it, it was like, oh my god, like Tom Holland Spider Man is nothing nothing without the suit, and then it's like him like without the suit, he's like just webbing through like buildings and like windows and everything, like just praising it. I'm like, bro, like where did this come from? If he's nothing without the suit, then she then he shouldn't have it. I mean, kind of the whole thing of homecoming, kind of far from home as well. So I don't know. People are weird, but yeah, is what it is. But yeah, we got a great show for everyone this week. We're we're gonna do a bit of a catch up week, a uh, news week. We're also gonna be talking about Obi Wan episodes one through three, um, because we pre recorded last uh, last week's podcast, so we missed out on that new on that week's worth of news. So we're we're smashing everything together, but uh, yeah, so. This week was Star Wars Celebration, and that was like sort of the big event uh, from last week. So I'm probably probably going to do this in a different order. I usually go with Star Wars news first, and then DC and the Marvel. But I think I'm going to start with some DC news first. Um, that's just a little bit of an update. I think by the time this comes out, it'll it'll be in, in just in like a couple days. But the Black Adam trailer is set to release June 8th, which I'm very yep. excited for. And of course, we, we, we will be talking about it on the podcast uh, for next week, like uh, most likely, because whoo, I I just want to see Doctor Fate in action. <laughs> I I can't wait for it because like I'm also excited for Hawkman and Adam Smasher. Yeah, like, I'm really curious to, to see Adam Smasher in action. I I not only do I not know a ton about that character, I've always just like when they when they were announced or not, maybe not when they're announcing, but at least when the characters are being rumored and they're like Adam Smasher, and I was like Adam Smasher. Adam Smasher. Yeah. Where's Jay like, Garrick? I'm, you know? I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, we've only heard of Adam Smasher in like the season two of like The Flash, only like a what, one episode. Yeah. And then like he's also played by like Noah Centeno, who is, you know, more so uh I know from rom coms yeah. on Netflix. So that was kind of like a, a thing of like of casting there. But of course, you know, I'm, I'm not one to judge on casting, you know. They have the 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 right person and then like you know they'll, they'll do good things but yeah i'm i'm excited for adam smasher because like that it's just like it's kind of like a wild card and Absolutely. i understand you know i understand like hawkman and everything because you know has tie-ins with like the egyptian culture and everything so mm-hmm. i'm excited for that yeah black adam is uh for for me at least it's very much that sl- it seems it's like it's going to be a sleeper hit like it's like black adam like who cares like i mean shazam did 
well enough, right? I think it was actually like it's a pretty low budget movie, but it was like incredibly profitable. But even on the grand scheme of superhero films, it didn't gross a ton. Um, yeah. And so now you're bringing in Black Adam, which is arguably an even more obscure character. And I think I think this is gonna be I think this is gonna surprise a lot of people. And just from the little tiny 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 little snippets of footage we got, uh, I think it was back during DC Fandom. It it looks fantastic. So yeah. I, I'm I'm very very anxious to to see what this is gonna be about on June eighth, just in a few days. I know it's crazy because like. Going back to the concept of how time is just warping everything, like there's so much stuff that's just coming out. Like, of course, you know we have Obi Wan, and we have the boys that came out like yesterday, and then we have like you know all these other shows. We have like trailers coming up. It's just so much. Like we're getting hit with so many things. And what's weird, this is just it seems like a trend recently, and it's probably just the. I don't. I don't even know. Like uh, it, it just feels like recently there's been more unwarranted hate towards just everything, just everything. generally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like for something like Doctor Strange, it, sure, it's a divisive film stylistically. It's not going to be for everyone. We talked about that. Um, that sort of makes sense. But even then, there was just certain aspects of certain criticisms of that movie that were just dumb (laughs) and just unwarranted and weird and now there's stuff about obi-wan which we're going to get into when we get when we get to obi-wan and uh but yeah like we're talking about time just you know rose tinted glasses and everything i mean we talked about it back in no way home all of a sudden everyone's an andrew garfield stand now you know and then and you know everyone for years is like well not everyone it's like it's generally speaking uh it's a well-received movie and it's it's and it has an incredibly high audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, but yeah, Far From Home. Just so many people are like, it's the worst Spider-Man movie. It doesn't understand Spider-Man. And now people are like, Far From Home was sick. <laughs> it's like, like where, like where is this coming from? Yeah, I just like, and it's like, and, and it's the thing is like, I've been seeing most of the hate from just like the Marvel fandom of like everything. Um, oh yeah, I didn't even think about Moon Knight. Oh yeah, Moon Knight. Like, it, it, like I mean, besides the complaints of the uh, the understandable complaint of the six episode format, I get. Sure. But like, everyone's like, everyone's like, oh my god, the CGI is so bad. Yeah, oh, but, uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm like, what more do you want from people, bro? Like, like yeah, I saw uh, I saw uh, the reaction to the She Hulk trailer. They were like, it was like it was almost like a backhanded. Uh, supportive thing. It was like it was like I don't know why we can't accept She Hulk when we accepted the atrocious CGI in Moon Knight. And I was like atrocious CG. What? <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, and, and like, I mean, they even had like costumes for that. It's just like how it was displayed, you know, with CGI, how they like tur- like puts it on, yeah, and everything. And, and the CGI. Like- there was only one moment I think where where the CGI sort of stood out to me, and even then, it wasn't even that bad. Yeah, and, and it's like, and it also like goes back to the fact how like people don't know like how like the the industry works because you know they're dumb. It's like yeah, oh the CGI She Hulk is bad. Okay, it was probably because it's unfinished, bro. Like probably because they wanted to get people to know about the show coming out. And Not even if it came out that way, honestly, people would get used to it. 
It's. It, it, I don't think it's any. I think it's because people have this sort of standard when it comes to Marvel and Disney because they have all the money in the world. But like, we get shows like Doom Patrol that has about on par CG with She Hulk, if not worse, and people love it. And it, it really all. It, it's all about storytelling and execution rather than just the CG itself. But everyone's so. Like with it, just within the last few years, everyone has been like the biggest CGI stickler. If they see anything that remotely looks, it could possibly be CGI. They're like, "Oh my god, what are they doing? <laughs> Why is it CG?" <laughs> like, chill. yeah, yeah, I know. And and, and it's like, yeah, it, it's it's even like when they notice it, it's like, "Oh my god, CGI equals bad." And I hate this like ar- I, I hate this argument of like CGI versus practical effects. Because it becomes like this, like, look, you know, I could be wrong about some things, but this is how, like, I've generally been told how it works. Like, practical effects, like, they, of course, everyone loves practical effects. Like, you know, every film, bro, wishes everything could be practical, but it's not going to be that way because with practical effects, it takes a lot more time, which studios don't have because they have, of course, you know, a deadline. Wall takes more time. And sometimes it takes a lot more money to do that because they have to mm-hmm. redo everything. Like, especially like, you know, with like stuff goes for like, you know, setups like animatronics and stuff like that. All that takes so much time and money that they either would just rather CGI everything because, of course, you know, it's fast paced, takes less time and generally around like less or on par the same amount of money to do. And People are like, yeah, like, oh my god, like Marvel uses so much CGI. I'm like, yeah, like a lot of studios use CGI. That's just how things work. Because like not everything has to be practical. And if everything was practical, I mean, yeah, it would look like look great, but like things would get so much more like delayed because of that. So I, think, I don't know. Like I think it's, one it's of my biggest issues and one of my biggest annoyances when it comes to uh this whole discussion is the people that uh, criticize something about using CGI when it really doesn't look like it, <laughs> like like the, the the criticism like comes out of nowhere. For example, I know we said we'll get to it when we get to it, but Obi Wan, I saw, I literally saw a criticism that said one of my biggest issues with Obi Wan is the overuse of CGI. Huh? Where? <laughs> Where? <laughs> Like, like I kept thinking, like, like what the fuck? What CG? Maybe some of the creatures? No, because like, like they look mostly practical. I guess they're using the volume, but the volume makes everything looks fucking phenomenal. It's it's not it's better than green screen, you know? <laughs> yeah. What is it, the lightsabers? Like I don't I like I don't know what they're, what they're looking at. They're, they're like, oh, they're overusing CG. Like what does that even? <laughs> what does that even mean? It's ridiculous. What a ridiculous fucking argument i don't understand and it's like cgi can be bad and when it's bad it's fine to criticize like we talked about the shield trailer is the cgi rough yes it is is it going to get better maybe hopefully if it doesn't i mean it it is what it is (laughs) i mean but it's also like like i said earlier it's about execution and storytelling something like a spider-man no way home it get, it's it gets a ton of criticism for it for its CG, but ultimately, it's my favorite Spider-Man movie, and to a lot of people, the best Spider-Man movie because of its execution and storytelling. 
Yeah. And one thing going back to like, you know, CGI, like in deadlines is like, for example, like one, one film that like I could think of that suffered from besides No Way Home, one MCU film that suffered with like a deadline was Black Panther. You know, the entire third act had just like, you know, you could tell it was CG, especially with that train sequence. Oh, yeah. Looks like a PS2 game because they were also working on Infinity War at the same time, you know, a really, really big Marvel movie at the time. So, like, that's, that's understandable, too. But at the same time, it's like they had a deadline and, you you know, VFX artists are usually working, you know, by... Uh, by the time the release date of the movie sometimes yeah that's and that's for no way home you know black panther being nominated for oscars and stuff it's like cgi isn't everything if it has like there's there's rough cgi in a lot of things it's not the end of the world yeah but speaking of practical effects where people thought it was going to be cg moving on to our next piece of dc news we got some set photos of the gorgeous beautiful blue beetle suit yes I was just, I was just thinking about that, bro. Oh my god, that is like, oh, uh, it's so good, isn't it? <laughs> it, it it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. And one, one thing about it too, me, uh, Peyton and I are talking about this off the air. It's funny how, like, as much like we've only seen Blue Beetle, like this is we haven't seen. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. We haven't seen Blue Beetle in action since like the early 2000s of Smallville, and even then. Blue Beetle has the most comic book accurate costumes. It's so funny to me. It, but like it's it's so cool though. Cuz Blue Beetle's just I feel like he's under I mean of course I would say he's underrated. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird especially in Smallville where all the suits is it's like the most cop out <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, cheapest things like, yeah. they could possibly come up with, and then you just have Blue Beetle, who's just for for whatever reason comic accurate, at least as comic accurate as they can make it, and I guess for the time, pretty good. Yeah, and oh yeah, also I forgot. Yeah, even even Booster Gold's costume in Smallville was like comic book accurate. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like. It's it, so it, weird. Like, I mean, of course, you know, like. His goggles aren't like you know super big and everything. They don't fit around his head, or around his like you know, like forehead. But like I'm even like looking at this and like it's pretty comic book accurate. And it's like Blue Beetle from fucking Smallville had a more comic book accurate costume than like the Justice League in Smallville and Superman. Yeah. That's wild to me. And then, and, then, and then we get this beautiful costume. Oh my god. And yeah, so yeah, we get that in Spallville. Fast forward to this. Again, just incredible. And the fact like I I it's it's clear obviously considering we've seen these set photos the suit you can do practically. But I was sure a majority was going to be CG cuz you know, it's it's Blue Beetle, it's you know, it can morph from whatever. Um and obviously there's probably going to be CGI elements on top of it. I think that's, you know, that's get it. That's a guarantee. But the fact that the suit itself is practical and it's be, and it's looking that good, it's very exciting. And it's also uh, even more exciting now that now that we do know uh, we've known this for a few weeks weeks now that the Blue Beetle movie is going to be a theatrical release. So that's awesome. 
Uh, I wonder, since they changed it to theatrical release, if they pumped more money into it. Regardless, super exciting. I mean, if they didn't put more money into it, I will. I'll I'll, I'll go homeless for that film, bro. Seriously. <laughs> Get a producer will, credit and put $3 in. I know, right? I'm going to put a, put a petition and, and take all that money and put, give it to wh- whoever's running the whole film. But here, here's more money. Use it. But man, like, it's just... Uh, oh my god but like yeah blue beetle man i i am like way more excited for that like now than i ever have been because you know like i've always like been generally like you know a blue beetle like fan supporter and i mean e- even like zolo mariquenda uh i even know i hope i pronounced his last name right he seems like a good fit for it uh he's really good on cobra kai and i really think he can like knock this role out of the park so I'm excited for it. Yeah, and I'm a notorious Blue Beetle hater. And, <laughs> Bro, and there's no reason for you to hate Blue Beetle. I I, did you, I have no reason. I just <laughs> what, why what what did Blue Beetle do to you? He literally didn't do anything. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, even to me, this suit it's looking good. It's looking good. But um, next piece of DC news: this, if true. Very exciting. Uh, it's rumored <laughs> that Warner Brothers are considering cutting Amber Heard out of Aquaman 2 completely. As much as I would, I, I would love that, but that means that yeah, they have to like delay it. Not necessarily. I mean, what if they, uh, what if they accounted for it and just put useless scenes with her in the movie? So if she needed to get cut, they could just cut everything. <laughs> Because yeah, apparently, he, he, apparently, I think I think some of it came out during the trial that apparently they even thought about firing her after Aquaman one because they didn't have great chemistry, her and Jason Momoa. <laughs> so maybe, apparently, she was only gonna have she was gonna have very little screen time to begin with. So, hope yeah, hopefully it's uh, it won't warrant delaying the films, but or film, but it's also if they haven't done reshoots yet, then there's opportunity for that as well. Yeah. Very exciting. But a uh, next piece of DC news. This is interesting. Uh, Kevin Feige, apparently, uh, during uh, the early days of the MCU, was in serious talks with Warner Brothers to lead DC at one point when he wanted to escape the creative oversight of Ike Perlmutter. <laughs> what, a, what an interesting alternate timeline that would have been. Kevin Feige in charge of DC. Somewhere out there in the multiverse. Kind of want to see that. I, I know it, it's like, it's like yeah like I w- I wouldn't be mad if like Kevin Feige would would like you know be in charge of like DC like it would be so cool but of course I can't see without I can't see Kevin Feige like not doing Marvel stuff yeah I mean so and, it'd, be and cool, it, it'd be cool either way and the MCU's his baby so it's like even with like Perlmutter and I I guess we should explain who Ike Perlmutter is if you don't know he's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he was the I forgot what his exact title was if he was the ex-president of Marvel Studios or Mar- Marvel Entertainment as a whole but basically uh he was sexist <laughs> he was racist racist <laughs> uh, everything under the sun I think the 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 main story um well there's a couple things one apparently they wanted to introduced black panther a lot earlier but ike perlmutter was like nah <laughs> let's uh you'll notice that a lot of women and people of color have been introduced uh into the mcu 
since 2016, which is when Kevin Feige took over. <laughs> but before that, you have stories like in Iron Man 3, uh, I forgot I forgot the character's name, but the 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 woman <laughs> with uh, who was with Ki- who was with Killian, yeah, in Iron Man three. Oh, oh yeah, I, th- I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, apparently she was going to be the main villain, but uh, Ike Perlmutter made them change it because I think he said something along the lines of uh, <laughs> um, women action figures don't sell, so oh, or women God. toys don't sell, so so they changed it uh apparently so that's you know unfortunate uh black widow didn't get a movie because of him pretty much that why do you think we get a black widow movie now oh it should have been after civil war well you know this shit happens blame mike perlmutter <laughs> all right a, a lot of there's there's actually a lot of like early days mcu complaints that you can attribute to ike perlmutter <laughs> kevin feige just you know saves everything I know. Now, now everything makes a little bit more sense. I want to see like, a Kevin a, Feige-led Superman movie. Oh, that'd be... Oh, my God. Just some... Oh, my God. Don't even get me started, bro. <laughs> I feel I feel oh. like people people think Kevin Feige is like only a Marvel guy because he's the president of Marvel. <laughs> but he's just a, just a big nerd. <laughs> he, he loves I know. Star Wars, Star Trek, DC... Everything no, he no. just happens to be in charge of Marvel. Imagine you're thinking about you're thinking about Superman. Imagine a Green Lantern movie with Kevin Feige, bro. A Justice that, League with Kevin Feige. No, God, uh, Kevin God Feige was... would have made the intelligent decision not to hire Zack Snyder. It would have been great. Bro, Zack Snyder's goat, bro. No. He's really top. He's really top five comic book directors, bro. I haven't seen uh, I haven't seen only but two movies, but I'm just. <laughs> You know, freaking, I, I I mean, I, I, like I, said, I like Zack Snyder, but he ain't like, like he he ain't like, like a top director for me. I would say he's like, I don't know, bottom top. 50. I, I don't know, maybe. I I, I want to watch more movies for me to actually give me that type of list. But yeah, just I mean, the possibilities are endless if Kevin Feige were to do that. But like I said, I can't see him without Marvel, so. That's just wishful thinking. Yeah, well, speaking of having a DC uh, Kevin Feige-like figure, we might have some uh, <laughs> worrying news. Um, oh, no. I hope to God this isn't true, but following the success of Joker, David Zaslav has asked Todd Phillips to do more in the DC universe and potentially act as an advisor. Oh, Oh, please, God. God. <laughs> please, Bro. please! This should be a Warner Brothers discovery. You should have been DC savior, but this is it's looking really concerning right now. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> no, it, it's it's like dangerous, dangerously concerning. And oh Todd my God, Todd, why? Todd Phillips copies Mar- Martin Scorsese in a movie, and all of a sudden he can he just oversee the DC universe. Uh, mm. I mean, unless he can, unless he can just put every every like comedic tone like he did in the fucking Hangover to every DC movie, maybe. I mean, but, apparently he's still working on Joker too. Apparently he's pretty close for uh, as far as the script goes. It's uh, like why we Joker. don't need a Joker too. We don't need one. Even people who like Joker don't want a fucking Joker too. <laughs> it's like it's unnecessary. 
like yeah i mean it's like yeah i love todd phillips and like what he did but it's like no we don't need this we don't need a joker too we certainly don't need him overseeing the dc eu this is why we shouldn't bro where's zach center when you need him i'm just kidding where's us when you need us just hire us and we'll, we'll you know we'll fix everything it's not that difficult <laughs> It's, it's really it's really not i can i can literally rewrite the entire dc like storyline and incorporate new movies first order of business decanonize Zack snyder's universe uh no, make it clear no, no, that it's cut off from no, the main dceu canon no. yes shazam is still canon um <laughs> birds of prey is still canon you have all that still canon i mean suicide the, squad the is not canon squad. but the suicide squad is canon but the Suicide Squad is canon. Man of Steel, um, BVS, gonna, and Zack Snyder's Justice League and regular Justice League are not canon. But we're, we're, we are we're we're to, bringing uh, in Henry Cavill. We need to make that clear. Um, we're gonna we're gonna bring in um, Watchmen into canon. I'm just no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh my god, that was, that was funny. No, actually, actually, I might, I might, I might do that just for fun. I might just. Re, I might just rewrite the entire lore of the DCEU. I could work something out. I could do it. And then probably pitch it to whoever the uh, person is. Oh, but we'll DC. also get rid of Ezra Miller. Yeah, we can get rid of Ezra Miller. Probably get a KJ Appa as a Wally. Probably even Lucas Till as Barry Allen. Yes. Lucas Till as an Elseworlds Barry Allen who can't find his way back to his world, so he stays on to prime dc eu earth and kills ezra miller kills ezra miller yeah no i think just i think ezra miller should just like be disintegrated and just go into the speed force barry lucas tilbury comes in and then because of his presence it creates a paradox which then disintegrates ezra miller i mean that could work too i mean we'll see i don't think that's how it works it's not it's not, it's not definitely not how it works but I'll I'll work on it for for the people. I will work on a uh, DC EU revision. Then send it to Warner Brothers. I will. And I'll be do like, that. This is good work. Should hire this guy. They better hire me. I'm. I'll be I'll be the savior. But uh, yeah, that's it for DC news. So let's move on to some Marvel news. All right. So the first order of Marvel news is Marvel has changed their Emmy consideration for Hawkeye from limited series to comedy series. Just very interesting. Which opens the door to a season two, question mark? Please? Awesome. <laughs> God, I would love Hopefully. a season two. Season five of, Aqu- of Hawkeye. Of Aqua Hawkeye. Hopefully, hopefully that- they do the same thing for uh, Moon Knight, because it's still a limited series, I believe, as of now. Which mean, yeah. which would mean no season two. I mean, they could still do the loophole thing and have us technically have a season two and then call it something else, <laughs> you know. So technically, it's a new series, but yeah, I'd love a Hawkeye season two. Uh, probably one of, like either first or second as far as my favorite Marvel Disney Plus series so far. It was just fun. People were like, oh, "Nothing happened in it." I'm like, it was just fun. Can't have fun. Just a good time. But yeah. Uh, next piece of Marvel news. Uh, how do you pronounce the chick's <laughs> name? Ratcatcher. Oh yeah, da- Daniela Mel Mel Melchior Melchior. Well, 
Yes, I oh yeah. She, she she's gonna be in Guardians three. She's gonna be in Guardians three <laughs> in an unknown role. Uh, she was rumored, I think, uh, for a while that she was gonna be like Moon Dragon or something, but apparently that is not the case. Uh, but yeah, apparently she's gonna have a small role in Guardians of the Galaxy three, and that's uh that's awesome. James Gunn, you know, doing what he always does in uh, putting actors he's worked with before in his movies. I want to be like James Gunn. I really do. I want to be like... Have the same cast and everything? Yeah. I essentially want to be like... Tarantino? No, not Tarantino. I don't want to be like... I don't want to be like him. I mean, he does that, though. (laughs) No, no, no. I mean, I want to be... I want to make movies like him, but, like, I want to have the mind of James Gunn with the personality and the status of Adam Sandler. (laughs) The movies of Tarantino. That works. Because, I mean, Adam Sandler generally does the same thing. I mean, he brings, like, yeah. all of his, like, friends. All of his actors in his movies are just all his friends. Yeah. And they all make a million dollars, and then they yeah. dip. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I want to do that. That is the dream. It is the dream. Like, making friends and something that you, want, that you love doing, bro, count me in. Count me in on that, bro. Seriously. Absolutely. Yeah, James Gunn's a goat. Indeed. Next piece of Marvel news. Kevin Feige is looking for a big name director uh, to helm Fantastic Four. Apparently, hey, Fe- apparently Feige. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, apparently Feige doesn't want to oversee the project so heavily and let the director do their thing, which is apparently what he did for Multiverse of Madness. Peyton Reed. Peyton Reed. Peyton Reed. Get him. Get Peyton Reed. Or Edgar Wright. I, I mean. Then again, I don't know, like, how I I gotta see how much of a nerd Edgar Wright is. I mean, he based was gonna on do told, Ant-Man. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. He was attached to Ant-Man for years. <laughs> I was. I was. He wrote Ant-Man. I was. Oh. Don't forget that. I'm so sorry. I changed the timeline. <laughs> I, I, I apologize. Well, I mean, okay, so I, I didn't know about that, but still. Yeah, get Peyton Reed. Get get Peyton Reed and t- uh, you told me you told me about Peyton Reed and I was like, man, he, if he loves the Fantastic Four so much, we gotta let him do it. But if it's Edgar Wright, if it's Edgar Wright, I don't mind because I actually love Edgar Wright. I love his movies. But yeah, super. But he's looking for a big name director, which is uh, interesting. I mean, I assume it, like like I said, it's like because like coming off the back of Multiverse and Madness, I mean, you get Sam Raimi. Um, or, or possibly John Krasinski. True. I don't know. I don't know if I want that though. <laughs> you know, if you want, I mean, so the thing is like with me, like it's how kind of, like goes back to our conversation about like, you know, us getting John Krasinski, like as Mr. Fantastic and like multiverse of madness and like having to continue on. I don't mind if like, he's not Mr. Fantastic, but he directs the movie or it's like vice versa. Like he's Mr. Fantastic and we get someone else to like direct the movie. Like, I don't mind that. He's a good but, director. I, mean, I just don't know if he's a big enough he's suitable. Uh, nerd about it. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, then again, I mean, then again, he can always brush up on it. He can always brush up on like Fantastic Four recomics and like, yeah. like Sam Raimi's been a yeah. Doctor Strange fan for years and years and years. Yeah, even got mentioned in Spider Man too. Indeed. But yeah, I, uh, I, I mean. I just want like somebody. Of course, you know, that's the one thing about like you know, directors. 
Um, and that's like one thing I've been seeing a lot lately too, is that like you can get a director who like, you know, has the like the credentials and everything, but like it just works better as if like they're a fan of like, you know, the work. Yeah. Cause it just, it, cause it just make it makes like the, the movie like, you know, better and like, or not, not better, but like it just makes it makes people feel better knowing that like if they're a fan of the like of the movie, then it just or a fan of the, the character they're directing, then it's just like a way better experience. Yeah, because you compare that to like the apparently the showrunner behind the Halo series just like hasn't played the games and doesn't want to even look at the games, <laughs> you know, right? Yeah, and, and that rubbed I, people the wrong way majorly. Yeah, because I'm, I'm like, why would you not do that? Yeah, you gotta have someone who respects and enjoys the source material. But speaking of Multiverse of Madness uh, and Sam Raimi, uh, Multiverse of Madness will release on Disney Plus on June twenty second. Yeah, I nice. can't wait to rewatch it. And apparently, it's gonna they they're all they're also adding the IMAX enhanced version. So I'm gonna rewatch that in IMAX, and it's gonna be fun because it is the best Marvel movie to come out in the past three years. Wow. It's a pretty, it's a pretty big claim. Yeah, No Way Home sucks in comparison. So you know, it's because I didn't, you know, have incredibly high expectations. Torn. Yeah, I mean, I I would just say something different for Multiverse Madness. I'm just, (laughs) I'm just so mad that like I didn't get my Ghost Rider cameo and like my Ben Affleck 2003 Daredevil cameo in there. Yeah, it's that's it's bullshit. It's just bullshit. Sad. Like I'm just, I'm just, I'm just like so upset that like you know they, they like they didn't go to a, like a multiverse where like Cornelius Pringleton was president, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm super excited to rewatch that. Um, next piece of Marvel news: uh, PlayStation had their uh, state of play the other day, and they announced that Spider-Man Remastered is coming to PC on august 12th and miles morales is coming to pc this fall so yeah i definitely didn't buy a playstation 5 specifically for this game i didn't so i'm not mad at all yeah all all the all the console fanboys are just like so upset about it what's the the point of buying a playstation 5 i'm like bro like get over yourself (laughs) yeah and it's also like i mean it doesn't seem like it for now but it like uh, Spider-Man Two is likely going to be exclusive for a while. I mean, yeah. it's been. I mean, Spider-Man came out in 2018, and you know, four years later, five years later, whatever, it's just now coming to PC. So, Spider-Man Two comes out in a year, which is kind of crazy to think about. <laughs> uh, comes that comes out in a year. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be PlayStation exclusive for a while, but it's not like Spider-Man's the only PlayStation exclusive, you know. But I think yeah. it's between that because God of War recently came out on PC as well, and like yeah, God of War and Spider Man were like the the big the big boys of the uh, exclusivity thing. But you know, it's got like Uncharted and The Last of Us. <laughs> that's, that's, that's still there. So Ratchet and Clank, I think. Jack and Dexter, or or Jack and Dexter. Yeah, can't do Crash Bandicoot though. Microsoft owned that now. <laughs> I know. Uh, Crash Crash Bandicoochie. Yeah. Next piece of Marvel news. There was a new Thor trailer. <laughs> so long we haven't uh we haven't 
recorded. It feels like this trailer came out 25 years ago. But, you know, new Thor trailer, which is, it was very fun. We actually get got to see a lot more of Natalie Portman's Thor. So that was cool. Also seemingly confirmed, finally, <laughs> that, that uh, it is not... It is not a Jane Foster from a different universe. It is the it's the same Jane Foster. But yeah, we enough, could... for the, n- n- enough of the multiverse stuff, bro. I'm just kidding. Um, I, 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 I liked it. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, I can't wait to see Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher. Um, I'm really, I, I I'm so I, I saw I saw a theory of like Jane the Jane Foster like thing. Of like they're the how like they're they're gonna most likely go with the cancer route, you know, the cancer storyline. But then people are like, oh, well, how does she get cancer? Someone said that like how whenever they ch- extracted the the aether from her body, it like created like this like thing that was like odd like reaction, mm-hmm. and I made that made her get cancer. But my thing is, I just want to. I mean, like, I haven't read that Thor run. So I don't know. I mean, I might have to pick it up um, whenever I'm not poor and begging for money. <laughs> but I'm, I want to see like, um, boy, I want to see what they would do on like how she gets millionaire. So, because like I don't know, man, I love Jane Foster Thor. I just love like the idea of it and like how she got her, like how she got like her powers. Um. So yeah, I want to know how that's gonna go. But I can't wait for this movie. Can't wait to see Russell Crowe as Zeus. Gonna be cool. I can't wait to see Chris uh, Hemsworth's ass. Facts. It's not censored. Yeah. Bro, everyone's like, oh, Thor's gonna die. And you're like, I'm like, I don't think there's I don't think Thor's gonna die, bro. Like, no, he's not gonna die. They always do some they always say some stupid shit like that. <laughs> oh, because like someone else is like taking over. Oh, I don't think this person's gonna die. No, he's not gonna die. Stop. Shut up. It's not how that works. Did you see that uh, Morbius came back into theaters? I did see that. Everyone um, was morbid. Everyone was morbidating. Yeah, it only made eighty five thousand dollars. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no one saw that shit. <laughs> Bro, what? Sony was like, man, we got to capitalize on this meme. Let's get it. Let's put it back into one thousand theaters, and it only made eighty five thousand dollars. <laughs> Bro, no one's getting paid. <laughs> oh my god! Everyone's getting like two bucks each on their paycheck, bro. It's basically for a thousand th- theaters across the U.S. That's basically eighty-five dollars per theater, <laughs> bro. I mean, like especially for Jared Leto, for a movie that did so bad, he's like enjoying the fuck out of this meme with the fake scripts of, you know. Morbius 2, it's Morbin time. It's Morbin time. Oh, man. Freaking Mor- Morbius 5, Morbulations. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, going back to the Thor trailer, I enjoyed it. Can't wait for it. And, and we got Korg I, right at the beginning. I was like, yes. <laughs> yes. Korg. And that's a, that's that movie's around the corner, too. Yeah, just July 8th. July 8th and like two weeks later is Jordan Peele's movie. Nope. Nope. Not seeing that. And I'm a big Jordan Peele fan. I might see it. I don't know. I still haven't seen Us. I think it's good. 
um people would, like give it like a lot of shit and there's like a lot of i mean there's like some plot holes in there but i, I still very enjoy it not as good as get out though yeah but but yeah i i, I like it a lot are you mad that a uh, christian bale's gore the god butcher isn't comic accurate i don't care about that i'm just glad we're getting gore, gore. And i will i will see i will say this though um you have this similar complaint too like about how like you know marvel kills off their heroes people are saying how like uh, they better not kill yes. off gore i'm like yeah i don't want them, i don't want them to kill off gore as well yeah it's gonna like, be really they, interesting down the line yeah, because like I mean, I don't know if they're gonna do this, but they could do they could do the God Bomb storyline too. That'd be cool. Absolutely. But man, like, but just just seeing Christian, seeing Christian Bale again, bro. Imagine getting yeah, imagine getting him a few more appearances as Gore, bro, bro. That's amazing. Oh, man, it looks so like visually great. Like it's so like hyper color and like bright and stuff. But you also had that juxtaposition with the black and white sort of mm-hmm. vibe on wherever the fuck they were super cool yeah i know it's it's like so cool and like i think what's gonna like make this so much more emotional to me is i love gore's backstory too like i love it yeah like i love i love gore's backstory so like seeing like you know christian bell playing that type of role is gonna be so is gonna be so good well, I, well, I, wanted to, I wanted to bring this up. One of the complaints I had about Ragnarok, uh, as much as I love that film, I, I always thought, and I know a lot of people have a similar complaint, is that it lacks heart There's, and it mm-hmm. lacks emotional beats. And I always said, well, it's it's pretty odd for a Taika Waititi movie because he's that's sort of his old thing. He's very comedic, but he also has a ton, a ton of heart and uh, emotional resonance in his movies. And... So yeah, I thought it was odd that Thor Ragnarok lacked that. Turns out he didn't write the movie. <laughs> I thought I, th- I totally thought he wrote Ragnarok because it it still felt you know very Taika Waititi. Obviously, he's the, the director, and there's still he, I'm sure he like rewrote a lot of jokes and whatever. But yeah, he didn't write the goddamn script. <laughs> yeah, but also I think too like I think that. Ragnarok in itself was a test because knowing that how the Thor like movies were just really bad in terms of like tone um this movie like was making it because they just pretty much like yeah like, the test to see like what could happen in the future of course everyone loved it and now that Takawatiti knows to like what to do to add like more emotion into this latest Thor installment yeah and now he is writing this new yeah. one, so very good. But uh, yeah, that is it for the Marvel news, which means it's time to go on to the Star Wars news. Star Wars Celebration was this past week, and man, a lot of surprises. I was not expecting uh, the amount of stuff that we got. Uh, I was expecting, just based off sort of the lineup that they had, I was like, we might get some Mando Season 3 information. That'd be That would be cool, I guess. But really anything more than that, maybe a little bit of Ahsoka since they're filming. Uh, But um, yeah, that's (laughs) we got we got a lot, a lot more. So, yeah, let's get started. Um, A new animated series 
Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures is in the works with fell with uh will which will follow younglings in training during the High Republic era, and that is set to release on Disney Plus in spring 2023. That's very much a a kids show, probably like a Star Wars Resistance. If uh, anyone anyone has seen that, but it is uh, going to be one of the first uh, series, whatever, to be put out that is actually set during the High Republic era of Star Wars. So that'll be that. That's still, I think, that'll be interesting to see until we get the Acolyte, which is still ever since they announced it with like the Book of Boba, Fett, whatever the fuck, is still well, like my most anticipated Star Wars series. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, this could be interesting. But uh, there's also, uh, as far as animation goes, Star Wars Visions Volume 2, which comes out spring 2023. Now, this time, it will not only include anime, but it will also include other countries like Spain, Ireland, and India. So we'll see various different animation styles uh, outside of just uh, anime and different uh, storytelling and stuff like that. That's true. That, that's actually really cool. It's very cool. Uh, probably still not canon. Regardless, very exciting. Uh, the Bad Batch season two will reportedly come out September twenty eighth. So yeah, we got the Bad Batch season two, season one, solid. Started off strong and then sort of waned towards the end. Although the uh, penultimate episode was freaking amazing. I know you haven't seen it, but woo, it was good. But the finale, the mid batch. Jeez. <laughs> the yeah, finale. I, I, I saw um, it. No, you didn't. I did. No, you didn't. Don't lie to the people like that. Sorry, y'all. I'm not watching mid. Jesus. So. <laughs> I mean, the, but the finale left a lot to be desired. But uh, season two, uh, it looks like it's going in a good direction. So, I mean, I'm going to watch it regardless. But uh, yeah, that's coming out this year, so September twenty eighth, supposedly. That's a that is a rumored uh, release date, but still, uh, it's 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 likely coming soon. Uh, we got some, we got a little bit of a Lando update. Um, it's it's both an update and a bit of a confirmation. It was always we, it was never actually confirmed that Donald Glover was going to be involved with the Lando series. But yeah, it's essentially been confirmed, but also, you know, uh, just a little bit of a development update from Kathleen Kennedy, who says uh, the Donald Glover-led Lando spinoff is still in development, but Donald Glover is a very busy guy. She said, quote, uh, uh, when she was asked about, you know, what was going on with it, she said, quote, you need to ask Donald. He's the one that holds all the cards here, but there's no movement. I will say that honestly, but it's not for lack of trying. It's just that he's a very busy guy. He's got another series and I think one other thing, and then he'll come our way. So patiently waiting. So it's cool that it's not canceled. <laughs> yeah. And it's also cool that Donald Glover is the the you know the guy that's uh, gonna be involved. Uh, whenever that happens, hopefully sooner rather than later. But if it's later, as long as it happens, I'm happy. <laughs> I love to. I I really want to see more uh, Donald Glover as Lando. It's also really ironic considering, like, last week she said, like, <laughs> they don't want to recast any of the original actors. All right. Uh, but, yeah, is what it is. I hope the the way I sort of want them to do the Lando series, it's like a, like a Captain's Log sort of thing. It's like Billy D. Williams, like, telling stories about his uh, 
just his days just it, it being uh, just ad- adventuring in like the Millennium Falcon or whatever and then it's it's sort of like intercut between his narration and Donald Glover you know actually doing everything I think that'd be really fun mm-hmm. but uh, yeah moving on Dave Filoni's Tales of the Jedi which is that uh, series that was leaked a long time ago the the name that is and people were like what the what 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 is this what is this what's tales of the jedi what's tales of the jedi and then it was rumored that it's going to be a dave filoni animated series and now we finally got not only confirmation but we got details it will be an anthology of original animated shorts each story featuring jedi from the prequel era including count dooku a young qui-gon jinn and ahsoka so that oh is very exciting. Um, Liam Neeson will return to voice Qui-Gon Jinn. And this is really fun. Uh, Liam Neeson's son will be voicing young Qui-Gon Jinn. I, I knew it. I knew it. I knew that was going to happen. Like, I knew that was going to happen. So, yeah. So Tales of the Jedi, it's going to apparently it's going to be releasing fall of this year. So very, very soon. They also showed a little bit of footage and some, and we got some screenshots. Uh, it's going to, the Ahsoka one is going to be, actually, there's going to be uh, a few Ahsoka ones. I believe there's going to be three Ahsoka episodes, and I think it's six episodes total. And it's going to be like three focus on Ahsoka and three focus on like Dooku and Qui-Gon. So uh, that'll be interesting. But we see some screenshots of like little, little itty bitty baby Ahsoka and her mother uh you know before uh all the jedi shit so maybe we'll see like plo Koon finding her or something that'll be uh that'll be very cool goat yeah. coon you say goat coon yeah it's true he's the goat we need more of them but um all right <laughs> this is this is, i'm i'm really excited for tales of the jedi just like a super short anthology series like these little like quick arcs to fill in sort of the gaps for some of these characters uh I, that's that's awesome that's really cool uh, i'm not excited for it oh it's me mid <laughs> oh no <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, next piece of Star Wars news. The Andor trailer came out. And wow, was that... Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Andor was a fucking big surprise. Very heavy, heavy Rogue One vibes. Heavy Rogue One. It looks incredible. It literally looks like a movie. Like it like when we when they were talking about, you know, making Disney Plus shows or whatever when it came to Star Wars Marvel, it's always like we want to put movie quality in television. And we've seen some of that, you know, you know, maybe in your like your Falcon and the Winter Soldiers, stuff like that, even in the Mandalorian a little bit, but we haven't really seen that until this. Because Andor looks insane. And uh, I've talked about it multiple times on the podcast now. As far as Andor grows, it's as far as Andor goes. It's like, who cares? <laughs> like, why are we why are we doing a, a series that's going to be twelve episodes, by the way, and it's going to be two seasons? Um, why why do we care? And even though it's still it, technically the trailer still hasn't answered that, this shit looks good enough. <laughs> where I was just like, whoa! I'm, I now I'm 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 genuinely interested, and I'm very excited. Can't wait for when does it come out again? It comes out August thirty first. 
there's 31 days in August. Yes. Oh, you know, I just don't care about time anymore. I'm just <laughs> letting the days pass by. But, uh, you know, fuck that six episode structure because it's 12 episodes. Right. So, yeah. And it's set five years before Rogue One. And uh, apparently season two is going to start shooting this fall. And it'll also consist of 12 episodes. Damn. Stacked. Stacked indeed. Um, next piece of Star Wars news. Uh, we got some Ahsoka details. Ahsoka will release in 2023. It'll feature uh, Sidbean Wren, played by Natasha Liu Bordiso. And it'll also have Chopper, Harrison Dula, and Ezra. So essentially most of the Rebels crew. You're still sleeping on Rebels. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be very important to this Ahsoka series because it's looking, it's looking, I mean, it's looking, we barely got, we see a little bit of screenshots. There was a little bit of a leaked trailer, um, but yeah, very exciting. It's going to be releasing sometime in 2023. Watch Rebels. <laughs> just, just watch it. Watch Me? Rebels. Yeah, watch Rebels. I'm not sleeping on Rebels. I, you are sleeping I, on I, Rebels. I'm not. Why haven't you seen it then? Because I haven't watched like anything. You're watching Dude, I, Better Call Saul. I know I have, I'm watching Better Call Saul, but any but you Star could Wars be thing, watching Rebels. I could, but like I wouldn't get anything. What bro, do you mean? I said, bro, I I wouldn't get anything. Like I I can't just start on Rebels. I have to like. What do you mean you can't I watch? I have to watch everything. No, you I, don't. Like, <laughs> I do. I mean, it's really only connect, connected to, like, Clone Wars. I mean, you've seen Clone Dude, Wars. Bro, bro, I haven't seen Clone Wars. No, I mean, I haven't seen all the Clone Wars either, but you can get, you can get by. <laughs> I'll just watch the pre- I'll just watch the prequels. Epi- only episodes that can only connect to the prequels of Clone Wars. Skip Clone Wars, and then go to Strange Rebels. How about that? Yeah, just watch Rebels. <laughs> I'll skip every- I'll skip Clone Wars- no, I, I actually I've seen I've seen a bit of Rebels. I've seen a bit of it. Honestly, you really only need to see the last two seasons. I mean, there's some character development or whatever, but who cares? You know? But yeah, that's that is Ahsoka. Moving on to the next piece of Star Wars news: The Mandalorian season three releases February 2023. So still a ways off, unfortunately. But you know, um, we got uh, some information. We got another, you know, a little bit of leaked trailer, but. Din will go to Mandalore, which has, uh, you know, been decimated. So I don't know what the fuck he's going to do there. <laughs> um, but he's going to go to Mandalore to, you know, like, you know, atone for his sins or whatever because he took off his fucking helmet because the Mandalorian are fucking pussies. Um, Bo-Katan uh, will return and she seems to be playing a bit more of an antagonistic role because, you know, she's mad that she doesn't have the Darksaber. So yeah, very excited for Mandalorian Season 3, February. God, that feels like a fucking eternity away, but it's also like, it's going to be here in like two seconds, so. <laughs> um, next piece of Star Wars news, and last piece of Star Wars news until we go into Obi-Wan. Uh, Star Wars Skeleton Crew, an original series starring Jude Law from executive producers John Watts, Christopher Ford, and John Favreau and Dave Filoni, is going to start streaming in 2023 so this is the series the rumored series that john watts was a part of so we actually have information on that now starring jude law apparently the series will follow a group of kids about 10 years old uh but apparently it's sort of a kid's show but not a kid's show (laughs) 
Uh, Dave Filoni, I believe he said it's 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 as much for kids as the Clone Wars is, and the Clone Wars can get pretty dark. So, you know, that could be it could be pretty interesting. We talked about it, I like uh, two weeks ago, uh, how it's sort of like you know sort of like eighties action adventure movies, uh, that kind of vibe. So you know that's very uh, very exciting. I want to see it. I just want to go on a very big Star Wars binge. Just hearing all these news. Yeah, man. Get on it. You got Rebels. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm already watching Obi-Wan. True. Might as, might, might as well, like, continue it. Haven't you still not seen season two of The Mandalorian? Oh. Jesus. Did you watch Boba Fett? Uh, like, one episode. God damn it. <laughs> do, I, do I really want to see Mandalorian season 2.5? Just watch, just watch the two Mandalorian episodes. <laughs> yeah, dude. And like it's just it's just me, but like even when like, and people are like, oh yeah, the book of Boba Fett's like, you know, like it's just not good. Like it just proved my it just proved my point even more that Boba Fett is not an interesting character. I just don't find him interesting. I mean, he looks cool. I think he's interesting. It just was executed poorly in that series. Nah, it's just it's just he's not a good character. He's very mid. Apparently, everything's mid to you today. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's Star Wars. I'm just kidding. Well, Star Wars is mint. Have, yeah. have you well, seen? Well, uh, have you seen fucking uh, Episode Three, the worst movie in Star Wars? Yeah, it doesn't have enough. Oh, it doesn't have enough Jar Jar. Yeah, need to care. Truly, Second. truly Second. sad. Yeah, it doesn't have. Um, it doesn't it doesn't show like his true like form of him becoming a Sith Lord? So. Lord, Can't care enough. Lord Jar Jar. Darth Jar Jar. Darth Plagueis the Jar Jar. See, like, see, I mean, like, you know, and Palpatine was talking about how, like, he got trained from his master, but we never saw who that was. It was Jar Jar all along. He controlled Star Wars. True. Have you seen the Siege of Mandalore arc in Clone Wars Season 7? I believe so. I believe so. Yeah, right, oh, wait, season 7. Oh, no, 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 no. I haven't seen Season 7. You haven't even seen the last arc? No, I I haven't seen that. Oh my god, bro! You want to know where I left this off? The on best Star piece Wars? of Star Wars I've ever seen. Thor, what are you doing, dude? I haven't been watching Star Wars like that. Oh my god, bro! You want to know where I? You want to know where I'm at in in like freaking um the Clone Wars? I'm still at the very beginning. I'm kidding. No, um, I'm at the part. No, I don't even know. I forgot. But I have not seen season seven of Clone Wars yet. Well, you just, I mean, honestly, you should just. I can like legit. I can send you like a watch guide that just has the most important shit. You could just skip all the fucking filler. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna need that expeditiously. You know, I can binge this shit, bro. You know, I can you, do this. Yeah, you can binge it faster with the watch guide. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. Once you give me that watch guide, I, I can get back to the binging. Siege of Mandalore arc. It's so bro, good. I've been watching Clone like that. It's so good. I know it's good. <laughs> I've been hearing I've been hearing you talk about it in Joel for like the past I don't know how long. Things y'all hear. The things y'all I've been I see in that chat about Star Wars. I know about it. Like, I know how good it is. I just haven't watched it yet. And I was like I and then I was like, you know, might as well start on Obi Wan because like, you know, I can get a grasp of like 
you know, what happens literally 10 years after the prequels. Easy. I mean, you don't got to watch everything in order. It doesn't matter. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I know it doesn't matter, but that's just how I am with Star Wars. Star Wars is very complicated, and I want to get into, like, it's not that complicated. Well, it's not that complicated. I know, like, surface level stuff, but still, I want to get into, like, you know, I want to be more knowledgeable about Star Wars to at least have a conversation and not feel lost. Do you know Quinlan Voss? Who? Quinlan Voss. No. All right. I'm just I'm just testing to see how 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 surface level your knowledge is. Very. It's very. I'm just, I'm gonna say this. It's surface. It's movie surface level. That's how surface level it is. God damn. It's <laughs> it's like very boomer like. All right. I could watch Star Wars after Better Call Saul for sure. All I care about now is you watching the Siege of Mandalore arc. That's all I care about. And Rebels. As long as you watch Rebels before Ahsoka, that's all. That's that mean. Oh, I, I, I can, I can get through that easily. Yeah, it's only four seasons, and even then, I mean, you could probably skip around. Yeah, send me that watch guide instantly. I will send you that watch guide. What? Yeah. I think I, oh, I'd have to sign back into my Twitter account. Sacrifices must be made. But. Um, yeah, that's it for the Star Wars news other than Obi-Wan, which means, you know, we got Obi-Wan next. Episodes one through three. Of course, we're going to spoil the shit out of this thing. So if you haven't seen it, nah, we're not doing non-spoilers than spoilers. What do you think this is? Doctor fucking Marvel movie? Nah, we're, 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 we're spoiling this shit. So when Obi-Wan died, that was fucking insane. I mean, it's, it's plot holes, am I right? I know. I, th- I think, I think it's, I think it's cause like, um, Whenever he died, you know, they went to the multiverse and got another Obi-Wan from a time when Anakin didn't get corrupted. But um, Obi-Wan's causing a lot of controversy, <laughs> if you've seen. Um, oh, yeah, I have, unfortunately. What, what do you... All, all, that, all that racist shit and, like, like here goes uh, the fandom again, bullying kids. For real? Fucking, fucking losers. And then, and then, like because because uh, they get called out on the races and they're review bombing the show because they're worthless pieces of crap. So, I agree. <laughs> it, it, it's just it's just like how toxic do you have to be like to fucking do this shit? Like it, it's it's crazy. And I mean, like Marvel ain't too far off either. So mm-hmm. getting, getting dangerously either. close. And so, I mean, like it's, it's just a controversy. It's like just unwarranted and it's unnecessary. There's been people of color in Star Wars before. Why is it a problem now? And like, why has it been a problem in the past like few years? Ever since the sequels came out, it's been like a problem with like people of color in Star Wars. Yeah, but it's, God, but, it's but, weird. But and God people just did. refuse to see it as <laughs> as racist. But oh, oh I, I mean, I mean, we 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 can have. Fucking red and blue colored Twi'leks, but God forbid a black woman's on screen. Oh my God. It's fucking weird. Disgusting. But, really? Um, oh, uh, besides that, how'd you like the, how'd you like the show so far? Oh, the show's really, the show's really good. I, I enjoy it a lot. Um, I, I mean, I'm going to say this right now, like going, like just the three episodes alone. I love you and McGregor's performance, but I'm loving like little Leia. Like she is like probably like the standout for me. She is so fucking good. We talked a little bit about it off mic, but like Carrie Fisher would be so proud. I know she's Leia to a goddamn T. And it's just like it, it, it's it's so good, bro. It, it's it's like amazing. You know she she's like yeah. I mean like I said, she's like Leia to a T. 
she has like all the, all the beats down and it's just it's just like it's so heartwarming like she she she's she's like really really good i enjoy it a lot but yeah it's a good thing that they did a two episode premiere because just based off the first episode alone, it was still a good episode. But like, I could, <laughs> I could say just based off the first episode, people being like, "The fuck is this series?" <laughs> I know, right? It's like very, it's like very slow and everything, which is a good thing because yeah, dudes living a boring life. I know. Honestly, we we knew uh, that we were going to see young Luke and young Leia. There was stuff I didn't, but I did not realize. It was going to be <laughs> like a, it, it was essentially going to be uh, like an escort mission, essentially. And also, it's what it's a fucking f- phenomenal reason to get Obi-Wan off Tatooine because previously it's like, OK, he has to be on Tatooine because he's set on protecting Luke, et cetera, et cetera. There would be absolutely no reason for him to go to, to you know, uh, ignore his mission, essentially and go off world but this is this is such a perfect reason (laughs) like if something's gonna get him off world it's gonna be it's gonna be this you know Mm -hmm. i'm sending you that clone wars watch order right now also going like this is gonna span out for like the next like three episodes um yeah everyone hates reva because like so one of the reasons like i saw on like tiktok is like Oh, like I don't like Reva because like she's the like I mean, she's the opposite of the Inquisitors and how they're supposed to be. I'm like, yeah, because like the Grand Inquisitor told her that she's not one of them in a sense because like they like she had to be fish out from the gutters. And I think that makes I think that makes like her like character like much more like compelling in a way because she doesn't want to like be like like the Inquisitor. I mean, of course she wants to be an Inquisitor. But like she wants to be like a different kind of inquisitor, so like I mean I don't I don't hate Reva I actually like her character I mean I don't think she's like as bad as people make her out to be. Yeah, um, I think people need to understand that her character is supposed to be brash and kind of annoying. Because yeah. I mean the literally the other inquisitors are annoyed by her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like people are like ah Reva sucks or whatever. It's like yeah, you you supposed to like be like fucking madly in love with the villain like i mean there are those villains but like it's that's not (laughs) it's not gonna happen every single time um yeah it's really it's really not that big of a deal but uh, yeah of course you also have the people who are just hating unwarrantedly like you were talking about earlier it's just blatant racism (laughs) yeah and it's like it's like oh yeah like i just hate like you know the like someone's like yeah the inquisitor is supposed to be like you know calm and collective and yet intimidating and i'm like like i said it fits within her character knowing that she's technically an outsider like she's not supposed to be like that she wants to get shit done in like you know like a faster way and she wants the position of the grand inquisitor so yeah and there's also clearly or at least i think uh some sort of motive other than just I'm an Inquisitor behind that that we haven't really seen yet. But uh, there's also the complaint that uh, the really stupid complaint that they just added this antagonist out of nowhere and how she has no backstory as if they haven't done that a million times in Star Wars, (laughs) especially Inquisitors. I mean, you look at a Jedi Fallen Order, like the entire 
roster of bad guys are Inquisitors, and you know literally nothing about them except one of them. But even then, it's still not that much information. It's like, I mean, this this has been happening for Star Wars for so long, where people complain about something, uh, where that that complaint can be attributed to somewhere else exactly. And people are fine with it somewhere else for some reason, but not in another thing. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, Torn. Can you make it make sense? No, because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Anyway, back to some positives. Uh, when Obi-Wan was going through that uh, spice cooking area, <laughs> and he's just looking like Walter White. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love how Obi-Wan is like, because he's cut himself off from the force for 10 years. He hasn't fucking touched a lightsaber. He's like really out of practice. And he's, he's like, he's like maybe not necessarily struggling with, uh, to fight a lot of these guys, but he's certainly not just wiping through them like he would otherwise. Yeah. Um, and of course, uh, you know, we get to, uh, his fight with Vader later, but, um, I also like speaking of like young Leia or whatever, um, I, I don't, I'm maybe it's because of Star Wars, maybe it's because, like, you know, the actress is just has, like, won my heart over. If a kid ever, like, did that in a normal TV show, I probably would have rioted. I would have uh, been mad. But the fact that little Leia did it, and I guess, like, I, like, I can understand, like, a little bit more. Just, like, whenever she was like, running away, like, in a uh, Dayu, mm-hmm. I was like, man, I was like, man, like, you know, like, that's good. Another show would not have liked it. <laughs> But, I mean, um, yeah, because it's it's Leia. <laughs> yeah, but no. it's also like when she ran away because she thought he was lying. That's warranted. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't and, know this dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't know this dude. He's not. He's not telling her anything. And like, I will say that, like, for for a fucking ten year old bro, she is like super fucking wise. It is insane. Like she re. She reads people like a book. Oh, like, when she damn. roasted that kid, it was so yeah, satisfying. roasted. My I know God. it was so satisfying. I was like, man, why are you talking to a lower life form? <laughs> it's like, why am I talking to you then? <laughs> yeah, no, God is that. <laughs> and I and I and I hate that 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 little thing. It's like, oh, you have to apologize. I'm like, what the fuck? She have to apologize for? <laughs> yeah, hate that shit in fucking in like media, bro. It's stupid. How about that uh, chase scene though? The chase scene, yeah, where Leo's running away from those people. Fast on speed, speed, certain fiction, <laughs> literally. <laughs> I didn't think it was that. I mean, uh, people are obviously mad about it. I mean, it was whatever. Who cares? <laughs> well, it was a little ridiculous, but she—it's not like she didn't get caught. If she—if she like somehow escaped them and like ran away completely, and she was fine, then <laughs> then it'd be like what the fuck. But she got caught anyway, so. I think the only time I didn't like Reva was at the end of episode two. And this isn't really about not liking her character. <laughs> it's, it's more like just something I thought that was kind of ridiculous is when um, Obi-Wan escapes and uh, he gets on like the, the freighter or whatever with, with little Leia and she, and she, she's already stabbed the grand inquisitor ever and she she like raises her lightsaber up and she's like we're gonna find you you can't run from us it's like he he can't hear you <laughs> no <laughs> what, what, what are you who are you yelling at <laughs> the, yeah. the fear on ewan mcgregor's face 
when she told him that Anakin was alive was so mm. good. That like just close up on his face and he's just like, holy shit. <laughs> oh no. And then of course he says, he says Anakin and then it hard cuts to uh, Vader in the back to tank. It's fucking sick. I know, right? Dude. Oh my God. Like, yeah, the, the, the cutting back and forth of yeah, Obi-Wan and Anakin was just so good. And like, also like when like, either like like when Anakin was shooting it to be Darth Vader, bro. Oh my god, so good, so good. Kumail Nagiani, Kumail Nagiani, bro. The goat, playing playing a fraud. He he, he always a, plays sort of like similar characters, but he's always great. <laughs> I know. I, like I kept thinking about his uh, thing in in Eternals, but like you know, he just kept being like an actor for like years and years. Yeah. Man, that shit, that shit was good though. Loved his uh, turnaround. How he was like, he was like, man, <laughs> he was like, I'm a big fan. Like, if I knew who you were, no right. But yeah, freaking Obi Wan, Obi Wan with the blaster though, better than Han, maybe. Nah, nah, nah. dude, nah, dude kept missing. Nah. Dude, like, but the the top the the rooftop scene, where like you know like you know like Obi Wan like you know like little Leia were like dodging all these bullets i'm like where's other people having stormtrooper aim like is this like like hit some people and then like <laughs> he finally hit some people on my level that little boss rip off yeah and that little droid or whatever but um fuck freck fuck freck i thought he was I thought cool he was man ni- I, I thought he was a nice guy i also thought it was seth rogan the first time i watched it yeah <laughs> Funny, but um, I have nothing else to say. But bro, well, well, uh, what? When that stormtrooper got cut in half? Yes, dude, I was laughing. <laughs> yes, I was laughing. I was laughing so hard, really bro. <laughs> Didn't expect to like, you know, see that. <laughs> so straight up, got sliced in half. Oh, it was bro, great. Whoever, whoever added that, whoever suggested that needs a raise. Seriously. For real. But yeah, should we get into Vader? We should. By God. <laughs> when, My God. Bro, Vader. For, first man. of all, James Earl Jones is back. Yes, he is. Apparently it's AI, but I mean, still good. There was some, um, I actually thought his, his voice was interesting. It didn't, it literally, to maybe I'm looking too deep into this, but it literally felt like an in-between to me from, from like Anakin and where we see Vader at in A New Hope. Uh, mm. He seemed more emotional in this because it, it's 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 not directly after, but it's not that far after Revenge of the Sith, and especially yeah. especially since he's after Obi Wan, um, there was literally there was lines in there where I felt like like for a mo- this is before because I didn't see any cast list or anything, so I didn't know James Earl Jones was uh, doing anything. But I was there was like a couple lines in there where I was like, is that just is that Hayden Christensen? And they just fucked his fucked with his voice or something like that. Cause there's also this, uh, this, uh, I don't know what it's called, but it's essentially like this AI voice thing where you can speak into a mic and it comes mm-hmm. out with a completely different voice and it, and it works really well. Like, 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 like really well. So I thought maybe they did that and it was like Hayden Christensen delivering the lines, but it could also be a thing where Hayden Christensen says it. And then they got James Earl Jones to essentially, copy him 
regardless, I thought his I thought Vader felt very Anakin, if that makes sense. Yeah. And also, like, speaking of his like his voice, it literally like, I mean, kind of like going back to what you're saying, how like it's not like it's kind of far off from like episode three, but not too far off from like episode four. Very, very heavy, like original trilogy like type voice for like Darth Vader in this. Mm. I was like, man, like, I, of course, you, know, you could, we all know who James Earl Jones is, the GOAT, the the best voice actor, like, ever. <laughs> so, of course, his voice is, you can easily, easily, easily recognize it, but, like, I can't help but to think that, like, man, this sounds just so much like the original trilogy. It, it's so good. So good. I want to know who's under the suit. Should have been me. <laughs> You are nowhere close to tall enough. I think I think it's Hayden Christensen actually. I can see that too because like it, it is a little slimmer. Because he on. had lightsaber training, and I'm pretty sure when they were doing interviews, uh, I'm pretty sure Ewan McGregor was talking about that scene where he's running away from him and Vader emerges from the dark. <laughs> yeah, you know, and he was talking about how how like he he that was like. <laughs> the first day with vader he was like and he never like actually worked with vader before because you know everything was in the prequel era and he was he was scared shitless but he was talking <laughs> about it like with hayne christensen he was like he said like when you came at me not not when you know whoever fucking whatever stunt guy or whoever was in the suit so i think it is hayden christensen in the mm, suit that's crazy but yeah i mean like i said i can understand that because um then again that's just me i'm like looking at the suit and everything admiring the gorgeous vader the suit is slimmer um it's not as it's not as bulky and i can tell that it's very much more like lightweight so yeah i can see that uh the best part <laughs> the best no, part no, no. Uh, from no. vader <laughs> no i i i have no no <laughs> The best, part from, the best part no, of Vader was when he snapped that kid's neck. Do it. I knew, I knew. This is so fucking. This is so fucking. Oh. Oh, man. I knew you were going to say it. I knew it. It was so good. It was so good. Like he fucking choked that guy to death. And that was that was you know that was one thing. I was like, ah, fuck, he's this shit. He ain't messing around. The kid runs out. He just pushed him against the wall. And just. <laughs> oh my god! I loved dude. it for I loved it for multiple reasons. One because that shit was hilarious. <laughs> number two, oh, no. obviously. Number two because I wasn't expecting it, and I was like, when I saw, it, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I can't I believe they I can't believe they just showed that number one, but like just just like just nonchalantly too. I thought it was I thought it was incredibly well done in that respect. And number three, Anakin just keeps killing younglings. <laughs> oh yeah. Just keeping with the theme. The dude just does not care about killing. <laughs> oh, oh man. <laughs> oh straight. And then he just just choke and drags that chick behind him. Oh yeah, she just drags <laughs> her. And she's like, she's screaming and everything. It was I'm legit, like, like on some Jason shit. I was thinking more about Michael Myers, but about, or, yeah, yeah Michael was, Myers too. But like Jesus, but man, like I was like, holy shit, dude, it was fantastic. 
<laughs> I've never seen uh, that's peak Star Wars. <laughs> like people thought the Rogue One hallway scene was good. Nah, it's just Vader snapping some kids. You're such a menace, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. Oh man. I'd watch that scene on repeat. What is, wrong with, what is wrong with you? What's wrong with me? It's a good scene. Oh my god. You can't tell me that you did not laugh. <laughs> I mean, I didn't laugh, but I will say it did catch me off guard as well. <laughs> I was like, I was like, holy shit. Oh yeah, man. That was that was that was insane. But yeah, um Vader and Obi-Wan, we get to see them sort of battle i guess pretty one-sided in vader's favor but mm-hmm. um freaking i love how when he first <laughs> gets to a he fucking uh vader's like you can't run or whatever and then obi-wan just dips <laughs> he just runs away <laughs> and he's just like nah i'll pass <laughs> runs away and of course you got the cold ass line where he says where obi-wan's like what have you become and vader says what you made me Cold hard, as fuck. Hard as hell. And then, of course, you have Vader, like, burning Obi-Wan. Yeah, I know. Beautiful. I like, shit. Beautiful shit. My God. And Standing then, and then, ovation. Like, and then, like, he, he, he says, Vader says, like, says, like, like, says a line, like, you know, I'm gonna make you suffer, like, yeah. Obi-Wan. I was like, shit. He says, now it's time for you to suffer, Obi-Wan, or something like that. So it good. So, so clean. People really saw that and thought, that looks like a fan film. <laughs> I know, I know, right, dude. Oh my god. I I I I shouldn't have held back, but that was such a dumb thing I saw. What fan films like, are yeah, y'all watching? I don't know, it doesn't matter, bro. I'm like I am like, like, like such a backhanded compliment. It's like fan films are good too, bro. But like this is a, this is so good. But so um yeah. I I I was like, man, like, bro, this shit is crazy. There's so much agony in this episode. It was like, I could feel, I could feel it. So much agony throughout the se- the entire series so far. I know, but dude, holy shit! And of course, Reva finds li- little Leia. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh shit. It's also definitely not the last time we're gonna see Obi Wan and Vader go at it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I wonder. I wonder how much because I number one, I didn't. I didn't expect. Uh, I didn't expect to get him this early. <laughs> I mean, I know we're halfway through the season, but I was expecting him in like the last couple episodes. <laughs> you know, I thought they were wait, really going to save wait, him. Wait, there's six, there's six episodes in this one too. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm sorry. <laughs> you said you said halfway. I'm like, oh, nigga, ain't no way. Bro. <laughs> we, we 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 can't win. <laughs> Is what it is. <laughs> imagine, imagine there's a time jump and it's like episode four, Obi Wan. That'd be fucking insane. <laughs> be crazy. Yeah, but there's some fucking purists out there that are so mad about it. They're like, this doesn't make any sense. This shouldn't have happened. Obi Wan didn't meet Vader again until episode four. It's like, well, they didn't explicitly state that, but you know, as if retcons <laughs> are like new to Star Wars. The entire yeah. prequel series is a retcon. And and, and and then and then it's like there's so much shit that happens like in between like three and four, like yeah, I mean like it like it doesn't happen like that. Like things don't have to happen that way. Yeah, like calm down. 
fucking great like, so far, man. People, 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 people think that like everything just happens like, within the movies. Yeah. Like, like, like knowing that like there's like games and like comics and books just have that type of shit in there. Like like like, like there's like a whole comic where Luke and Vader fight like in episode five. Or like they, they they fight before like like where um Darth Vader reveals that Luke is his or like yeah he's his father. It's crazy. But no, I guess it doesn't happen that way. <laughs> Weirdos. Yeah. But I wonder if like uh Obi Wan's gonna like start training again or something. You better, bro. What if, bro, what if like, that's where you, Oh well no, that doesn't make any sense. I was gonna <laughs> never mind. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say, is he gonna learn the Jedi mind trick? But he did that in fucking like episode two and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that in episode two. Oh shit! But yeah, it's but, fucking great so far. I'm very excited. I know. For the rest. I, I know. I'm ex- I'm, I'm 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 loving it. I'm loving it. it. Funny thing is too, like I was gonna, I was actually gonna wait to like watch Obi Wan. I was, gonna, I was just gonna binge like all of it. But like I was like, nah, I got, I could just watch it right now. Because my also my Disney Plus wasn't working on my TV. It was weird. And then somehow it just like corrected itself and I was able to watch it. I was like, holy shit. So I'm watching watch Now you can watch Clone Wars. Yeah, no, and I can watch Clone Wars. And uh, I haven't seen uh, the original trilogy. So. Yes, you shut up. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Well, I have nothing else to say. I have nothing else to say either. All right. So is that the show? That is the show. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the Adventures podcast. If you want to follow us, we're at Avenge Nerds on Twitter. That's A V E N G E Nerds. All one word. If you want to follow either one of us, you can reach me at we have a TikTok now. Yes, we have a follow TikTok the, now. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us on TikTok. It's at Avenge Nerds Podcast because someone took Avenge Nerds. <laughs> uh, hold on. Let's just mass support the account. Let's mass support the account. <laughs> yeah, so at Avenge Nerds Podcast. Uh, so yeah, follow us on TikTok. Um I think we'll probably. I'm gonna. I need to add that to the link tree, but uh, I haven't done that yet. But yeah, where can they reach you? Don't reach me anywhere. I'm not. I'm just follow us also on the Avengers Instagram page. If you want to reach Torn, you can text him at two one. No, I'm <laughs> oh my god, do not do that. <laughs> yeah, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> we have a Discord if you'd like to join the conversation there. Those will be linked in the show notes. You can also check out our link tree for any additional links you may be interested in. You can also review the show uh, on Spotify and in-app on Apple Podcasts. If you could leave five stars in a review, it would really help us out. Thanks again for listening to the Adventures Podcast. We'll see you next week. Later.